Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, they're bugging us over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. July 25th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen to start your new week. Looks like we got some rain last night. I saw some lightning during the middle of the night, so I figured as much. But uh, currently, pretty nice morning out there. Nick Roush, how are you? I'm doing well, doing well. A little, um, a little sore. I'm old man basketball league starts starts back up Sunday, so I'm giving myself one week to prepare, and um, it, I'm sure that's plenty of time. I, I won't be gassed or winded at all. But um, yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm happy Gilmore. 364 days till next till next year's tryouts. So a little sore, well, moving a little slow, uh, Wait, but it's a good never- summer. You never really explained why you're sore. You said you're sore because you have basketball next week. So were you exercising this weekend? Yeah, I said one week to get ready. So, yeah. So so I'm doing. One week. Just being having a week to get ready, that's not an automatic excuse for a soreness. Like, I, I, I went running to get ready, and that's why I'm sore. I did some squats to get ready, and that's why I'm sore. You well, know what I'm I mean, I, didn't, I wasn't specific. It was kind of implied. Yeah, but like you know, so what were you doing? It was the implication. You know? well, what was going on? I mean, I did. I, I just doing push-ups, lunges, you know, stuff like that. Some light, light, light. Uh, just a light workout yesterday, and light workout is all I need. I've also just not slept in my own bed in more than a week now, and so the 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 back is yeah yeah doesn't doesn't feel great, Bob. So we're you know we're 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 pushing through. We're pushing through it. Gotcha. Yeah, the, the the away from your bed, not a great not a great thing. Uh, Justin, it's been three minutes now. You got to mute the station account. I know you get mad when I bring that up, but it, I, I gave you three minutes this time. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, buddy. Uh, and then he's he's got some of his own things going on, so he'll he'll be joining us soon enough. Uh, we got a lot to get to today, as always. Text into the Thornton's text line five zero two. 414-1450, 502-414-1450. Thornton's good way to start the week. 
go in, get some coffee, get some donuts, get a breakfast sandwich, fill up on gasoline, and save yourself some money by being a Refresher and Rewards member, downloading the Thornton's app. And do not forget their summer cash bash. You've heard me talk about it. They're giving away $10,000 each week in a 2022 Chevy Tahoe at the end of this contest, September 6th. And we love Thornton's. You will as well. All right, Justin. How are you, buddy? I am miserable, if we're being honest, boys. The AC is out in the studio, so oh. it is a balmy 88 degrees in this building. But I thought you love summer. I do, but I, oh. I just, you know, in a work environment, when I have to work, I can't freaking concentrate when it's this damn hot. Oh, man. Roush, you hate to get the gotcha girls out so early on a Monday. Jones, gotcha. No, I don't. Nobody likes working in a freaking heat. What's the I love the heat, but I don't want to work in it. What's the difference between working in a heat and golfing in a heat? I mean, golfing you, golfing you expect to sweat. When you're working, you don't want to sweat. I mean, well, at least at least me, I work indoors for a reason. I mean, well, you, know, you don't have to sweat when golfing. Like that is there is weather which would make it just so comfortable. You you don't you do realize that, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, I, I realize that seasons change, but I I don't care. I'd rather golf when it's hot. Is my thing. I don't want to work when it's hot. Yeah, that's just where I, it, Roush. It's not linking up for me there. That's the divide. How's that not linking up? I don't understand. I don't. Want, I don't want to be hot when I'm working. I don't care to be hot when I'm golfing. Period. One instance you embrace it and want it, and then the other one it's just you can't. You, like it's it's heat. You should like. I like the temperature of my house the same way I would prefer my temperature outside. Like you don't even know weather exists. Seventy degrees. Boom. You like hot in one instance, another instance, oh, it's a little too toasty for me. Oh, and my favorite too, TJ, uh, well, you don't work out in the heat to tell that to how, I mean. Yeah, real estate appraiser. Oh, guys, I know. I worked out, I worked out in the heat with my dad on Friday. I do not want my work clothes being soaking wet. How hard is that to understand? That's it. I don't mind my clothes being wet when I'm golfing because I expect to sweat. When I'm working, I want to have dry clothes on that I'm comfortable in. Oh, you're just lucky that it's today. It's actually kind of cool. I don't think it's going to get above 80. So you're lucky. Yeah. Consider yourself lucky, Justin. Well, it be any day this weekend. You're just so inconsistent. If that's the case, it's eight degrees hotter in studio. Could you open, could you open that window that had a bullet shot in it? <laughs> I could maybe take the first paint out and then we would get a little draft from the bullet hole. But yeah, I don't, I don't other outside of that. I don't think there's anything I can do. Well, it's shocking to hear that something in that studio is not up to snuff. I'm sorry that you're having to deal with that. Oh, man. So I worked, uh, I produced for a Little League game on Saturday as well. Walked in, it was 87 degrees. By the time I walked out on Saturday, it was 89. So I knew today was going to be a rough one. It had gone up two degrees? It had. Now it's right in the middle at 88. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like severe. <laughs> I mean, 80, 87 and 89 degrees inside of a building oh, yeah, yeah. pretty severe. Oh, don't, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. That's, that's entirely too hot for an indoor setting. Um, just, <laughs> the big reveal is a little underwhelming. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. Like I told you, I can't think straight. It's a freaking Amazon in here. Well, the good news is you drink a lot of water. I'm sure your body's built for yep. something like this. We're, we're, hey, by the way, I did drink a lot of water this weekend. Good. That's good. Wow. I crossed that for the weekend. Thing. I think I crossed the hundred ounce mark. So 
Good for, for the me. weekend. For the weekend. <laughs> That's big time. A lot of people do that I mean, in a day. Probably better than his like 15 ounces through a week. Exactly. So exactly. We got to take what you can what you can get. I, I said that there's a lot to talk about on today's show. There is, but it, Roush, it doesn't seem like an overly newsworthy weekend. Some some football recruiting news. I'm sure that's probably where we're gonna go. But besides, unless I'm missing stuff, I, it didn't seem like there was a a great deal of news. And it is summer radio after all. Well, and in summer radio in particular at this time of year, it's not. The most hard-hitting big things, it's just a lot of little stuff that you're like, okay, how much rope do we have on this in a radio conversation? You know, if you're if you're writing about stuff on a blog, it can be kind of easy, but I don't, I don't know how much rope we can have uh, discussing new NFL helmets, which that's that's all the rage on the internet is 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 NFL helmets. Are are the pack going to get new helmets this year, TJ? Are they gonna are they gonna do the alternates? Not that I've heard of, for and you know, it would just be through the folks I follow, Green Bay Twitter. So, not that I heard of, but back when the NFL before the NFL changed that rule, which was pretty unbelievably strange yeah. rule to make. Yeah, like, hey, here's a way we can make more money. We don't want to do that. It's very rare for the NFL to do something like that. Yeah, but the re- and especially in just terrible rationale, which the NFL is no terrible, no stranger to terrible rationale. But it was concussion protocol okay so what if you get the exact same helmet but you change the design on the exterior now we're worried about player safety and head but it's the same helmet <laughs> like it made no sense it made no, it, like under the the guise of concussion protocol it just i, I couldn't comprehend it um whatever but green bay back in the day before they made that stupid rule they would wear the only throwback helmets they'd ever wear would be their they all their only alternate helmets they'd wear would be their throwback helmets which would be just brown helmets to represent like the leather helmets that they'd wear back in the 30s and whatnot mm-hmm. so nothing nothing to get too excited about if that's if they end up doing anything that, that would probably be my guess on Dude. what they'd probably do didn't they have like a navy blue deal at one time? Yeah, they've they've worn they have navy jerseys, so they they didn't become green and gold, I don't think, until like the fifties or the sixties. And I could be my Packers historians don't hold me to that, but uh, I, I think it was like probably Curly Lambo was like, "Hey, the town is Green Bay. We got to get some green in here." So instead of being navy. And, and gold, they were green and gold. So, uh, yeah, sometimes they'll wear the Navy ones, too. And I think they have worn, like, a Navy helmet, come to think of it. But hmm. I'm not crazy about those. Surely they won't do a black helmet like everybody else is putting out, will they? No, and people need to chill about the the Bengals' white and black helmet. Like, it's, it's nice, but it's not the coolest thing in the world. Of all the new released ones, though, it's probably the coolest. I do like that the Giants are at least going back to the the Giants uniforms when they were good. But I mean, how much? It's not going to make them as good as they were. You know, you you can't you can't get that big of a bump. I'm curious when uh, the Washington football team is going to go back to the the Redskins helmet for a throw for a throwback. <laughs> They finally get a new team name, and then just the first year they bring back the Redskins helmet. Uh, I mean, a couple games, they're like, you know what? For good luck, we're just going to keep wearing these throwbacks this season. <laughs> I do love, uh, too, just the Bears getting dragged online. It's like, well, how, 
Cause, cause that's, that, that's the just July, uh, internet is, oh my God, highlighter orange helmets. What the hell are you doing in Chicago? They're, uh, I like that somebody called them the, the Chicago fighting Alana. <laughs> they look just like Illinois. I mean, I hate the Bears. I certainly love that they're shared division with Green Bay because they absolutely and completely suck. I also like that we were like, hey, yeah, nothing going on this weekend unless you're into NFL helmet talk. And then here we are just diving knee deep into NFL helmet talk. Not dipping our toes in headfirst into it. I actually thought like the Bears ones look solid. I don't know, you know, you need to see them under the lights during a game to kind of know. But I thought they, I thought they looked okay. I've always been a, a big fan of the navy and orange color scheme. I know I just said sure. I wasn't crazy about Green Bay's navy and uh, yeah, but it, it, you do kind of you do get close to the the Illinois range. Uh, but there's probably a lot of Bears fans that are also Illinois fans as well. I, I love the Patriots ones. They're just doing their throwback with the Patriot Minuteman yeah. and hiking the ball. Um, and then I like the, the Texans too, which I think was their initial helmets red, or am I just crazy? Um, I think they've just done it every once in a while. I don't okay. think that was an all the time thing. Because I like I like the red better than the the navy. So big fan of the, those as well. Those were the ones that stuck out to me. Which um, man, did you see what happened with uh, John Mechie? I, I don't want to be a downer by any means, but uh, their first round pick for the Texans this year. Now he has leukemia. Awful news. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. I did not now, see that. Now it is the um, I, I believe it's the same kind that Tayshawn Manning had uh, a few years ago, and for somebody in good health, it's just like, all right, just go through hell for nine months, and you should be good. Um, now it's hell. Don't get me wrong, and he'll probably take it a little bit harder because he's not a big guy. You know, there's not as much uh, weight on him, so the weight loss and stuff will be tough. But uh, man, you want to talk about? That, that dude, he was the same guy that uh, blew out his knee in that SEC championship game, right? I think oh, was right. that? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, two years ago, I want to say. So, like, man, Actually, somebody yeah. who's just whew, seemingly had it all on multiple occasions and right when he gets to the top, it's kind of the, the Charlie Brown and Lucy deal where he gets pulled out right from underneath him. So, uh, fortunately, the prognosis is pretty positive, but – uh, Going to be tough for John Mechie, so uh, uh, thoughts and prayers out there with him. That cancer sucks. Well, hopefully he signed his contract, and if he's gotten this far in an athletic career, he I'm sure he's going to be a fighter and uh, going to have to be. It's not fun for anybody of any age, of any sort of physical stature, but he'll he'll be ready for it, and I'm sure we'll uh, won't be the last we hear of him in a positive right, right. positive note. Scoots, did you were you able to golf at all this weekend with your busy busy happenings? I uh, did not golf this weekend. No, it was I just decided against it. It was you all are gonna make fun of me, but it was a little too hot. <laughs> are you have, have you golfed since the accident at Seneca? I have not golfed since we played Seneca. No. Wow. No. Nope. Yeah, it's a it's been a you long didn't... break for me. You didn't lose your spirit out there, did you? I think I've slowly been losing my spirit for about a month and a half, two months now, if we're being honest. It seems like you you just haven't had the itch since the golf trip, to be honest with you. That's where I think I can almost trace it back to. 
Because you'd come in here without even unprovoked, and you'd be like, golf this weekend, not bad. Shot an 86, not too terrible. And ever since that, ever since that golf trip, Roush, we haven't heard we haven't heard Scoots mm-hmm. spill any sort of beans. He is quota. He's no, done. you. No, you're absolutely right. It has been since the golf trip. I mean, I, I think the golf trip just took a lot out of me in terms of my confidence um, because the first two days we were there, I was awful. And then I played okay the last two days. But for some reason, that confidence that I had at the beginning of the summer just has not came back yet. And I just have not been having fun playing golf because my game hasn't been good. Yeah, you were really bad at Seneca. Oh, really bad, yeah. Not to, not to hurt your confidence anymore. I mean, I was... I'm, I was just, yeah, I'm just kidding. You were not really bad at Seneca. I was double digits. <laughs> you were double digits. Were you Were you a 10 or were you 99? Nobody's no. ever going to really know specifically. Uh, no, you, you. I could tell that you were frustrated at Seneca, but you hit plenty of good shots. I no, mean, I did. I, you I were just, an average golfer just like any of us other average golfers. Unfortunately, I've gotten to the point where I have too much hope when I go into a round of golf, I have too much faith in my game. So when that lets me down, I just, man, I lose confidence quick. And that's never fun. So I'll, I'll wait another week or so, and then I'll get out there and play. And I'll be like, what the hell was I doing for the last three weeks not playing? Well, do you, Roush, have I ever told you the story about the little girl who got a pair of roller skates? Oh, no. I never heard about the girl who got a pair of roller skates. <laughs> that's actually from a movie and i can't remember which movie it was although i think it was on like within the last two years and i texted you all that the roller skate story that i tell on air is actually from a movie and not original to me at all but i now i can't think of what movie it's from but scooch you got to get out there you'll have a good time we we played yesterday and Got off at 7.30, but I swear if we had gotten off any later, it really would have been too hot because by like hole eight, it was uh, cool. It was it was pretty, pretty toasty. And I did kind of my normal thing, played pretty well for a while, and then wheels kind of fell off late into the round, um, which was frustrating. But I, I, too, was double digits, so let the, let the imagination run wild of where in that stretch – I was a 90. I really wanted to be in the 80s, but just couldn't didn't have it in me to finish strong. So you're uh, playing the golf that I wish I was playing right now. I'm happy with where I'm at, except now I'm ready to like I really just want the really hilariously bad shots to just be eradicated completely. Like out of the equation. Like you... when, I'm, when I'm driving this ball, I don't have to worry about just like kind of topping it and it doing something goofy. And I had one yesterday. It was only one, but I'm just so freaking sick of those because they just kill your hole, and then they kill your round, and then it's all over. It's um, You, you want to go f- – it's the Kentucky football. Just don't get blown out like once a year. It used to be two or three times a year, and now you're down to like, okay, well, you know, we don't – we might lose some of those games to your, your, your powerhouse, but at least we're not getting embarrassed. You just – you want to take that out of the equation. That's a beautiful comparison, Rash. It really is. Like, where you look at UK's schedule now and you say, you know what, that's probably a loss, but I don't know if there's one guarantee loss on the schedule. Maybe just one where, like, I'll look at, you know, my golf round. I don't quite literally look at the scorecard and visualize the round before the hole, but just for this story's sake, let's just imagine I do that. And saying, like, all right, hole number five is going to kill me. I'm, I'm going to stink at that one. I know that. But hey, hole number six—you never, you never know. I am. I'm, I'm getting closer to that. I'd like to just get to where it's like, I may hit ball. I may 
I may yank them, I may slice them, I may pull it, but this ball is getting off in the air. I'm going to make good contact on it at least. And if my arms and legs are all out of whack, then so be it. But I'm I'm sick of uh, just the one or two hilariously bad shots where it's yeah I was like three yards off the off the green and it was a tight pin so I like needed I wanted to try to land it before but I didn't have a lot of room to play with it and then just like didn't miss the ball but just chipped it you know what people have done before where you just chip it like two inches and it's like oh my gosh that's horrible and I did it again and like barely got it onto the fringe it was just like. If I don't, there, there's there's two strokes, and I didn't make the putt from the fringe. So really, you know, it, stuff like that's for the average golfer. Very frustrating, mm-hmm. and I know there's people listening to me that's like TJ. You suck at so many areas of golf. Don't get so hung up on those little things. I understand. I know. I hit uh, two balls the last couple weeks uh, out of bounds on a practice swing. That's how bad it's been for old JK forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty bad. I'm not lying. Um, man, I was I, I was watching some of the three M yesterday. Duke just, you know, golf ball is a good way to to distract a Duke boy for a little bit. And oh my gosh, the guy who had started the day with the lead was just melting down on the back nine and Fino was coming after him. And he hit a shot that I forget the guy's name. It was a bunker shot near the lip. And it went backwards and almost hit him. It fell right to where he he was standing previously into the divot, just resting there. It was I, I felt so bad, but it also at the same time was like, oh man, this is the most relatable golf shot I've ever seen. Just hitting your your bunker shot directly to where you were just standing. That's brutal, brutal. Scooch, I'm not sure if you watched any of the golf tournament at all yesterday, but I did. I, I was watching as well, Roush, and, and saw that Piercy. It was a complete and total meltdown. And I'm watching it, and I'm kind of flipping back between the TBT, which, hey, folks, it's great stuff. I know you've heard me say it before, but it just remains amazing. But I'm flipping back and forth between that. If we say that NBA games you don't really need to watch until the finish, trust me, the TBT in a very similar boat in that regard. But I'm, I'm looking at the golf tournament, and Piercy's up by three strokes, and that was right after a dude birdied to make it three strokes. I think it had been four strokes. And I was like, well, crap. And this is, they had just completed hole 12, I believe. And I'm like, well, this kind of stinks. I've, I haven't watched a lick of this golf tournament all weekend, but I wouldn't have mind the fun final few holes to watch and, and watch it come down to the wire. But we got a blowout here. So I flipped back to the TBT, come back, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, the, the leader didn't have a good hole. And then I watched that that complete blow-up hole. But the only bad thing about it was, like, it it almost just as equally was unentertaining the other way because it was still a blowout after his blow-up. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get an exciting finish um, unless I turned away too soon and something super dramatic happened, although I'm pretty sure that the, that was yeah. not the case. But so you did. I, I just wanted a good finish, and you didn't get it. But that blow-up. Really was a one of us moment. Finau had a shot that like came to rest at the out of bounds line, right next to the water. It could have made things interesting, but he was up by so much that it, it really didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so well, Finau ended up winning. Yes. He did. Gotcha. Well, Tony Finau. I was a uh, I was too busy watching and winning money on NASCAR. I live bet the winner for plus a thousand. That was pretty cool. Ooh, yeah, and that was by DQ, right? Oh, so you didn't win? No, I won. What? What do you mean DQ? Where's the DQ come from? 
They disqualified uh, two cars to have a different winner. It was Chase Elliott, right? It's a restaurant called Dairy Queen. No, I don't know. It was a no. post race inspection. Two cars got disqualified, and they made a new winner. It was a. It was I. I don't know anything about it, but I just saw the thing on Twitter, and it was like cars eleven and eighteen have uh, been disqualified. Oh my gosh! I wonder if they took away my. You think they took away my winnings on draft? Oh yeah, no. definitely. Did. Uh, I bet they no. didn't. Let me look. This is crazy. Yeah, wow. that, that that happened at Poconos after the after the race. This I is have no idea how I missed that. That was a wild thing that Scoots need. I, <laughs> I I couldn't tell you. I don't know if I could name three NASCAR drivers, but I also knew that there was some controversy with the finish, and a lot of betting people were going crazy about what they were going to end up doing. <laughs> no, oh, I've got I've got to find out. We're breaking news to Scoots in real time. Yeah, who who was the person that won the race before they went to the? Uh, I don't know what they called in NASCAR. Uh, the I know what they called in horse racing. They didn't take Inquiry. my money away. They huh. took it away. No, they didn't. Interesting, oh, man. Well, good for you. Paid it out so fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm glad they didn't take your money away. But yeah, there was some uh, some drama there. Wow, that's crazy. I'm about to read into that. <laughs> that's good. They didn't take the bet away. So was it an exciting race? Uh, yeah, 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 I know. I mean, when I first turned it on yesterday, I didn't see a lap completed in like the first 30 minutes because they were wrecking on the restart every freaking time. So that was a little <laughs> annoying. Um, but then once they got their groove, yeah, it was a good race. Hamlin actually wrecked Chastain at the end of the race with like a lap left because Chastain had knocked Hamlin out a couple times earlier this season. So he wrecked him, put him into the wall as they're fighting for the lead. And then they asked Chastain about it after the race, and he was like, ah, yeah, I've had that one coming for a couple months. So that was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) How's NASCAR's popularity doing right now? Uh, Really good. Really, really good. The race yesterday was bat bleep crazy sold out. Like, there was so many people at Pocono yesterday. So they DQ'd uh, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, who was the runner-up, and Chase Elliott was third and, and is technically the winner. That's awesome. And they, they, Jason, Jason's my driver, so with their car, I, I guess the, there was um, the, they juiced up their car too much. Um, let's see here. Was Country House the winner? Country House was the winner. <laughs> you just see him coming like third at the at the striped finish line. That's a horse. <laughs> All right, let's go to our first break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We're going to talk UK football commitment when we return here on the Big X. Big X. So we kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, coast. And the way road, just a rebel to the world with no place to go. And so we kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, coast. So come and skate. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning Kentucky Roll Call here on Big 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, 
Replay of KRC goes 9 to 11. After the show, we go 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. And you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Uh, all right, fun opening segment there. Didn't really get into any UK news. We will during this segment, however. What were you all, you were talking about Will and a little girl, Justin, during the break? I only caught the tail end of that. Yeah, I watched the first episode of Stranger Things last night. So I'm I'm finally getting on board. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was just They're confirming I was just confirming to Roush that that little girl was not Will. Cuz I don't know what happened to Will. Different different people. Yeah, I got that now. Good. All right, good. Well, glad that you're starting something. Did you like it? Was it fun? It was fun, but I am very confused. I want to know what happened to Will. All right. You know, I want to know who the little girl is. That, that, the thing is, uh, Scoots, is it's a, it's a show. It's not a movie. And, oh, so uh, I got to keep watching? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll, you yeah. will have to keep watching. I will say the one thing I really liked about the first season um, compared to some of the rest is it, it is a, a slow kind of drag them out thriller. Kind of put you on the edge of your seat. So, uh, you know, have fun. Have fun with it, Scoots. It was, it was funny because the episode started – and you had Shay on Facebook the other day. He had posted that picture, the red picture over the sea. And he was like, over Hawkins, Indiana. So it was cool. As soon as the episode started, I immediately got a joke that somebody made. <laughs> I felt so cool. You're part of it. So cool. Well, Roush, did you catch up on the challenge? I did. I did. And TJ, I'm, I, this is definitely a fast forward through some of the boring parts show. But once you get to the good parts, they are pretty pretty good so glad uh glad i did that you're enjoying seeing the survivor people in a different show interacting with other reality goobers right kind of but i still am, am mostly just enjoying the like i i do i am cheering for tyson just to smash them all into bolivia um because he's he's a badass and you know i kind of want the survivor people to do well but um the some like some of the drama stuff where they'll do like the lead up into picking who's going to be in the challenge. I'm like, okay, I don't really care to know more about these people right now because they're going to, there's too many right now. I just, once, once it gets to less, I'll probably watch more of that. Like, Oh, but they're connected to who, and we've got a backside this, you know, th that whole thing. So uh, right now you're, you're mostly interested in the physical challenges. Yes. Yes. And um, just kind of like there, there's every once in a while, like there's so many people that they'll kind of show up out of nowhere and be like, oh, I like that guy, the the Ben guy from Survivor. He used oh, yeah. to always wear the hat. He's a fun guy. Um, glad, glad he's around too. So, uh, and I didn't also didn't know that, I mean, reality TV show fans are so weird. Like, we're weird that we watch it, but I didn't realize that there's a whole different world of, like, podcasts and writing. Like, they, they call Shan's little uh, uh, music thing her Shantham. Which is just the weirdest. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. It's also weird to see Survivor people like dolled up all the time. I'm used to seeing them just like in drags, like desperate on the side of a beach, sweaty. Now they're wearing makeup and stuff. It's just, it's a whole new world. See them in a whole new light. 
can't wait for Sarah to be in an elimination. She's probably just going to kill somebody. That's going to be fun to watch. Okay. And then for, I, I don't know if you caught up all the way to the end, but Dominique yeah. doesn't look like he belongs at all. He just kind of looks like a, a goofball. Uh, not to and he's, a, he's, a, he's a real dingus. And um, yeah, he, is. he strikes me as like the meatball guy that doesn't belong. Cause there, there's a lot of those people in there where you're like, Oh, you don't, you don't fit this this reality show's kind of typical yeah. standard. Like you're supposed to look like cool in the challenge gear and like, you know, somewhat athletic and ready to rock and roll. And he just looks like he's about ready to go to Lowe's or Home Depot or something like that. Like he's got a, like a pretty busy Saturday doing some mulching around the house. He's in the pros line. And it's not because he's an actual pro. He just goes to the Home Depot all the time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he is a dad. And again, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he is a total dingus for what he did. Do you think that was intentional or unintentional, Roush? I mean, what an idiot. Uh, it's like one thing to worry about, and you're just <laughs> you're not paying attention to it. I think he just hated, like, I, don't, I just don't think he likes the game, probably realizes he's way too old and uh, wanted yeah, out of there. It's definitely a young man's game, too. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, all right. Oh, also, I my my since we since we talked some shows, I watched Goodwill Hunting for the first time this weekend. Yeah, all right. I, I, wow. One sins review because I did the th- same thing like a few years back where I was like, so what's this people have always been talking about? I got to finally watch this. It was a it was a good movie, but like I couldn't help but just when there was like a popular line that I've heard so many times through other pop culture references, whether other movies or whatever it may be, I I was like, Oh, 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 there's that's, that's what that's from. You were Peter Griffin. Yeah, I was. Uh, But it was a good movie. I I enjoyed it. It was a, gosh, the, the acting was incredible throughout. I mean, pretty much everybody. Did it make you sad? Did it make watching, me sad? Watching Robin Williams? Oh, no. We watched uh, Dead Poet Society like three weekends ago. I don't know mm. if, if the wife's on a Robin Williams kick or what. But uh, he, no, did not make me sad. It made me, uh, you know, wish that we probably had more acting from him. Yeah. But, uh, he, he, that, was, he was awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I, when I watched that movie, I was like, this, I thought it was kind of overrated. TBH. Just like, it was good, but it, I, I, I didn't. I didn't get all the hype, you know. I thought it was going to turn out that he like wasn't actually smart. He just had a photographic memory, so he like if he saw a problem, he could memorize the answer. But if you just got him into cold, like hey, solve this problem, he wasn't going to be able to do anything. But no, he he was just smart. Yep, just a smart, smart guy. Um, speaking of smart. Uh, we have some breaking news. Breaking news! Uh, Shams Sharania reports that the, the, there was a, there's a little headwind on a Durant trade. The Celtics offered Jalen Brown and Derek White and a draft pick for Durant. The Nets said, uh, why don't you include Marcus Smart, too? Got to be pretty smart as well. And so now they're mulling it over. But the Celtics... Making a big play for KD right when we thought things were cooling down within an NBA offseason. Hmm, that's interesting. I think if you're the Celtics, you would. That's a no-brainer, to be honest with you. If that's the, and that wouldn't be a bad trade for Brooklyn either. But who cares? Jalen Brown and Smart, you'll be okay without them. You'll have Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. Like you'll score pretty much every other possession. 
the uh as a garbage truck rolls by the the shams report is that they aren't as inclined they're less inclined to get rid of smart i have a feeling it's uh it's he's kind of like a draymond green s where he's a big emotional leader for the team so i'm wondering if that's why they're that they're kind of holding out on giving up on him but it's probably like the what what are you going to get three more years before Marcus Smart's too old to do what he does now. Like you might as well just go all in and make that play with Durant to win a title, you know? Agreed. Yeah. I think you have, you'd have like, I don't know how many, what year, how many years would be on his deal in Boston, but you'd imagine as long as you have Tatum and Durant for the next three, you're, you're playing in the title. You're going to Eastern conference finals at worst. And then it probably, you and the Bucks, or you got to kind of keep an eye on what the Heat do. But you, you've got a one-way ticket to the semifinals, the championship, and you're the favorite once you're there, most likely. So, yes, you, I, I think you'd do it in a heartbeat, but I'm no NBA dork. That's interesting, though. I'm glad you brought that up in terms of some breaking news. Yeah. Justin, any thoughts on that trade? Um, not particularly. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, actually, I think the Celtics would be an idiot to do Ooh. that. How come? I mean, you got Tatum, you got Brown, you got Marcus Smart. You have an opportunity to keep all three of those guys, Tatum and Brown, the young guys that are going to be around for a while, whereas KD's years are running out. What's he got? Three, maybe four left? Five if he's lucky? I just I don't like that move at all. Boston literally just went to the NBA Finals with the team, and they're going to trade away two of those pieces for a, a, a an unknown, really, at this no, point no. in his career? No, no, no. no, no. Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin, don't get me wrong, guys. Kevin Durant is one of my favorite players in the NBA, but he's not the player he used to be. Yeah, unknown. Unknown. Saying unknown was not fair at all, but well, he is not near the player un, he used to be. An unknown playing with Tatum in a new system. I would, I, when it comes to that trade, though, I would much rather have Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart alongside Tatum. Yeah, but you just saw kind of what your your top end is with those guys. I think that's the the counter argument is, I mean, yeah, but they're uh, Ralph, their was, top their top end beats almost any other team from the West. They they ran into a buzzsaw on the Warriors. That's not their fault. Yeah, but you're going to have to run into the game. And and also to add to that, the only reason you got to that point is because the Bucks' second best player was injured. Like we, you can say it all you want, but if you got a healthy Chris Middleton, the Bucks are probably back in the finals again. So. Yeah. I just, if they were willing to part with Jalen Brown, adding Marcus Smart to the equation should be like, okay, all right, well, we'll give you that too. Just give us KD for a few years. And Scoots also, they were fortunate, even with Roush talking about Milwaukee's injuries, to get through that series. It went to seven, and then they were somewhat fortunate to get through Miami. That series also went to seven. Now they won game seven down in Miami. You got to give them credit at that point, but. It's not like they blazed through the East and it was no yeah, contest. Yeah, and, no, I get that. But you, at the same time, Miami and Milwaukee have been there in the last four, five, six, seven years, whereas Boston really hasn't. They what? They maybe got to the Eastern Conference Finals what once? Yeah, but they, 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 did they, they haven't had. Yeah. They haven't had the consistent playoff runs that Milwaukee and Miami have. So it, it, it is going to take a couple years for them to get over that hump. They finally did this year with both those teams. Next move, in my opinion, is getting over the hump in the NBA Finals. And I, I think they have the team to do it. Interesting. Because like every it, while that's well stated, and that's your opinion, everything you said, though, could be flipped for why they need KD. 
Sure. You yeah, know, sure. That, that's the interesting thing about it. It's just, uh, it remind me, Roush, I'm sure as an athlete, you've probably maybe seen this cartoon or this graphic at some point, the gold digger person who's like digging for gold. And it's like, don't give up because you never know how close you are. And then in like the next picture, he was like right yeah. next to the gold, but he had turned right. away. Um, that's what the Celtics are doing. So a visual meme here. Wow, that's a great meme. Makes me totally. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't understand the memes though. But I, I totally get you. I know well, what, you're what I need help understanding, Roush, is well. I don't really need help understanding. Big time commit. I'm excited about it. Tell me, yeah. I think you help me understand what he's going to bring to the table for the Cats. Kentucky going to New Jersey uh, to get a commitment. Uh, do you remember any good Kentucky football players from New Jersey, TJ Walker? I do. I think there's especially one comes to mind. For oh, sure. Yeah. Josh Allen, he was from New Jersey, so they must all be good, right? Looks uh, Kentucky has been hitting that mid Atlantic area a little bit harder. And this weekend, they picked up a commitment from a former Maryland commit. He was a primarily seen as a wide receiver recruit. Um, but that changes of late. A lot more bigger schools got involved in his recruitment when they're like, actually, we think he's a pretty good DB. Uh, Florida State was also in the running for Nasir Addison, but the Cats got the commitment. They keep the good news rolling on the recruiting front. I believe that's commitment number five in the month of July. Uh, it, it was one of those things, TJ. We were getting a little worried. We said Kentucky was far behind. Now you really see them. The, the kind of base, the foundation, is almost completely set. There's going to be a couple more commitments this week. Jakeem Jackson would be huge, but it's looking like Florida, uh, barring some some last-minute changes. That's happening Wednesday. And Kill Beatron from uh, Philadelphia is also a candidate to, to commit next weekend. But uh, you're, you're seeing Kentucky really get this kind of the baseline where uh, they filled in a lot of – there, there must needs at certain positions. Like we need to have bodies at this spot. Now we can go get big fish in the final uh, three or four months of the season. We can host kids on campus during games, stuff like that. So uh, Kentucky took another step by getting another big defensive back, similar to Avery Stewart. This kid, he's six foot one, got a lot of size and length. Kentucky tried that other experiment for a while, but they realized we we need big guys. Uh, Addison fits that mold now. He was being recruited primarily as a receiver for a while. It's going to take him, uh, you know, th this is definitely a developmental piece. Uh, but he has a lot of the tools that Kentucky likes, uh, just albeit from a, a different area of the country that they're they're typically recruiting. I, I love it. Big time commitment, uh, kind of a surprise commitment. It seemed like Kentucky made up some ground over the last couple weeks or the couple months, which is good news. And New Jersey, yeah, you hope to, to strike gold there again. One thing that I've seen UK fans that know more about this stuff than I do, Roush, talk about is just kind of question marks that why weren't bigger schools more interested in, in this kid? Because it seems like he kind of checks a lot of boxes, uh, but once the moved on from the Maryland commitment, I think the, the talk was not a lot of people were knocking down his door. And, and people were kind of confused as to why maybe that was. Well, and I think some of that is just him not knowing exactly where to play him, um, whether it be offense or defense. And towards the end, I think more people realize he can be a high-end guy as a defensive player, but most of his tape is on offense. 
Um, so th- th- that's I think that's why. Um, now we've seen this a couple of, like Elijah Reed at PRP was very similar where he didn't play defense until later in his career. So Kentucky is really leaning into they're, they're confident they can they can develop these kids. I mean, you saw that with Jordan Robinson. They're, they're taking some chances on defensive backs uh, with the, the the confidence that they can they can turn them into good players. Now there was also another player added to the roster over the weekend, and now his name is escaping me. I know it's Jordan with a Y, but Kentucky added another defensive back, uh, a Mississippi State transfer. Uh, he's only got one season left, uh, and he was a he was a walk on there. He's not eating up a scholarship here. He's also going to walk on at Kentucky, but he started in in eight games uh, for Mississippi State in that first uh, season. His name is London Kraft. London, excuse me, not Jordan with a Y. London with a Y. Um, six foot, two hundred pounds, but play, played a lot uh, for Mississippi State. Uh, back in, uh, I guess it would be Michael Leach's first season. So he's had a lot of different defense corners. He's been moving around a lot. But Kentucky's loading up on bodies and bigger bodies in that secondary this fall. Yeah, I, so I, I do think that credit to him. I think Justin Rowland had mentioned somebody, mentioned this guy a couple of weeks ago, but nobody really knew much about it. I, I have no idea what to make of this Roush. Is this somebody that will see the field at all? Is this somebody that may be a special teams candidate or not necessarily like as a returnee, but as just you put him out there somewhere on kick coverage or something like that? Right, or right. is this somebody that's going to compete for some serious playing time? I, I, I have no idea. I'll let somebody that knows more about it like that tell me, and then I'll just parrot that information because I've got – no clue, but I, I think what it does say is just you the you need bodies like you like you already called it, Roush. You just need more people in the secondary, and maybe the injuries have kept this as this guy as a hidden gem, um, or UK is just so desperate. This is somebody they knew that they were able to get in. He's athletic enough where he can at least give the wide receivers that he's covering in practice something to think about. I, I have no clue, but if the staff wanted them and this is what they made happen, then then so then good, I guess. I, I, I have no idea. No idea. Uh, there is um, – I, I think it's one of those things where they're like, we can't lose because he's not eating up a scholarship. Um, and he adds another body where if somebody gets hurt uh, – you, you kind of never know, and you don't want to be put up a creek without a paddle. Uh, and, and you are right, where special teams fit, you know, special teams, easy fit. Um, but elsewhere, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how he factors into the rotation, where exactly they put him. But I think it's pretty clear they um, they realized, man, we, we whiffed on some of these other cornerback recruits in previous classes. When we try to go with the smaller kids with a lot of speed, like, this is just a, I know there was a kid from Detroit, uh, one from Tennessee, Huey Hairston. Maybe they realized like, all right, these guys just aren't going to be able to do it. So we've got to we got to do something else. I think that's that's pretty clear and evident right now. My group message is is blowing up here over some topics we've had on the show today. Uh, one Scoot, my buddy who lives up in New England, says the Celtics need bench players. They had no depth. For the against the Warriors in the finals, your thoughts? I I agree with that. 
But I don't I don't think you need to go get a KD to make that happen. I mean, you you can go get a bunch of guys that can that can play basketball. I mean, I also just think it's hilarious to think you need bench players to take the next step in the finals. There's like six guys playing NBA games. There, <laughs> in the play. there, there's, there is, you do need like a good bench is important. And that's, that's true. NBA playoffs are really long. The NBA season's yeah. really long. You need a good rotation. But I, I would agree with Roush that benches aren't winning NBA championships. It's KD's and it's yeah. Steph Curry's and it's Clay Thompson's. It's good players are winning NBA championships. Superstars are winning NBA championships. Um, when was the, I wonder, you, I mean, some of those spur teams for sure, the last like well-rounded team, you could make a case, maybe the Warriors, but Steph is debatably the best shooter ever. So I think. Debatably, he is the best shooter ever. Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to – we could debate it if we wanted to. but I'm No, not no debate. Well, okay, you know what? In that case, Reggie <laughs> Miller, we're debating it, okay? Uh, it, it has been debated. But, yeah, you win with superstars. So I think if I were the Celtics, I would do what I needed to do to get KD along with Jason Tatum because that's, that's, that's incredible. That Those are the two best probably scoring wing players in the NBA, and you have both of them. That That's hard – I mean that's crazy. To, that's crazy to think about. So yes, I would do that. You, you don't worry about KD health wise though. Yeah, but you don't. You don't have to care. Like Justin, that's the thing is it doesn't matter. He is one of the two or three best players in the world right now, and he's going to be for two or three more years. You have to take that risk. Yeah, but his so TJ's buddy's sitting there talking about bench depth. You get rid of. A guy like Brown and Marcus Smart, and you're getting one player in return, KD, and he could possibly, who's been injury-prone in his career, he could possibly go down. Then you're up creek without a paddle when it comes to any depth, let alone bench depth. I just think bench depth is hilarious. Like, your buddy just sounds like a real dumbass. Um, (laughs) Wow. Like, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Bench depth only matters in the regular season. The playoffs, they get down to like seven, eight-man rotations. Uh, I, I can just check. We can check the minutes on the NBA Finals games, and I assure you that there will not be eight, nine guys playing a ton of minutes uh, for during these Finals games. I, I think the truth is in the middle. The depth does matter more, Roush, than you're leading on, but superstars are the ones that are winning championships. I mean, those series are long games, and they're as much Roush as, like, you're, you're – your point of wanting the best players to play in the most meaningful games, you want to get them out there. They're not machines, and they've been playing basketball since November. Even seven-game series, you do need to have a solid bench. But teams that are in the finals have solid benches. You don't get that far without already having a good bench. Yeah, it's just funny because, like, if you look at the the final uh, – if you look at game five, um, so before game six, this was what really gave the Warriors the leg up. Uh, there was w- each team had one player that played more than 20 minutes off the bench. Uh, Gary Payton Jr. played 26 minutes. Derek White played 21. Uh, the only other player for the Celtics that got more than 10 minutes was Grant Williams off the bench. I mean, they, uh, Kavon Looney had 17 off the bench for the Warriors, but they basically just played their five starters the entire game. That's, that's kind of what it comes to. More NBA talk today than we've had in probably the KRC history. And then my other Bengals fan, he was just taken aback that I did, I wasn't crazy about the the white and black Bengals helmets. Sorry, Cincinnati fans. I like them. They look solid, but I just think the... The hoopla has been a lot. 
I the black and the black and the orange look better. So like you know you took a. Uh, yeah, I just think they look bad. If you could only have one for the rest of the time, which one are you picking? Okay, for the rest of time, yes. But it is cool just to change that. Like that, of all the alternate helmets, I don't, I don't think you can go with anything better than this. You know, the and New York I, Jets black helmets, way better. No. Yep. Or the Panthers. Right. I'll take the Panthers too. Both of them better in Cincinnati. Also, oh. I don't think you know. You don't see the the white and black Bengal. Bengals in Cincinnati, like those are those, those, aren't na- those aren't native to Southern Ohio. We all know that. It's only the 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 orange and black ones, like the the Saint X Tigers. <laughs> those are the only native species of big cats to the area. So it's just it's nonsensical more than anything. Uh, all right, fun fun first hour. Second hour, we've got the text line. Keep them coming. Big, big day today. What's that? Big day today. Yeah, but what was the first part of that? Lots, lots of crouton. Oh, okay, good, exciting. Yeah, uh, Peach Jam has come and gone. We will, we will update that as well. What other, whatever other shenanigans we find ourselves talking Dang. about? Hour number two. Don't go anywhere. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be back after this. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Over? You say over? I heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. Appreciate you spending it along with us. And we've got much more to get to, including a jam-packed Thornton's text line. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper and the Summer Cash Bash. Download the Thornton's app. Have a chance to win $10,000 every single week. And we're giving away a 2022 Chevy Tahoe at the end of this contest, Thornton's is amazing. I want to wish everybody, if you didn't uh, get to, to listen in, uh, like we said, happy Monday to you. Happy Justin Edwards Commitment Day, Roush. Get out the confetti, baby. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Where is he going to go? C-A-Y-T-S Cates. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's any drama in this one. Tennessee stopped watching him his final few games at Peach Jam. So uh, the writing, the writing, and he, I think, had even said that he was down to Tennessee and UK. So that kind of showed that Auburn was out of the picture. But we, we've known that for now 10 days or so, a little bit longer than that maybe, that UK was in a really good spot, the team to beat in this recruitment. There seems to be next to no drama going in to this evening and UK is getting another top 10 guard, a top 10 player, uh, top five. Some people would, would say electric, electric score, super athlete. This is a, a big time addition to already add with Reed Shepard, who gets forgotten about in this class. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Robert Dillingham, who does not get forgotten about in this class. And they're maybe not done adding to the backcourt even. So this is big time. the, the, the cow haters and losers just kind of have to shut up when stuff like this goes on, and that's a good thing. 
This is why, while it's frustrating, losses are. Nobody hates lose when UK loses a sporting event more than I do. Um, they, they're, they, ooh, they make me mad. They sure do stink. But when you can continually and constantly look at a recruiting class and say, like, hey, uh, this next season is going to be a lot of fun too. And the year after that should be a really good time as well. You, you don't ruin that. You don't mess up something like that. So I, I'm pumped for this year, Roush. I think it's legitimately a top three team. We're a week closer to getting to see this group in the Bahamas. It's going to be a really fun team. National championship expectations. That's all you could ask for as a UK basketball fan. The year after that could be better. Like that that's just it's a it's a really fun time as a UK fan. And I always get super triggered and annoyed when a few sour apples are incredibly obnoxious regarding the guy who's making it all happen. And that's John Calipari. With help though, there at some point, Roush, we do need to say like this new recruiting staff is doing such a significantly better job than the older staff, right? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um it's pretty clear, pretty evident. Um that these these guys are getting it done. Um, at, it's the the part that I don't get. I I mean maybe it's just like I I should just never read anything. But like you have, I, I was just scrolling through Facebook comments that we had on our Justin Edwards is announcing tomorrow post. He's gonna just change his mind and troll us the whole way home. And I and I saw that. I, are there people who just don't can't read between the lines at all on some of this stuff? Because they did the same thing with Anthony Brown, um, where it's like everybody's picking him to go somewhere. It's the day of. There doesn't appear to be any drama. And people are still freaking out at the 11th hour. And I don't know if that's them trolling me. I don't know if they're just being negative Nancys. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. Yeah, I, it's just kind of there's a group of, of miserable folks out there. It's got to um, be it, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it They're is. They're just going to be miserable no matter what. But the thing that I like to hear, TJ, is there was even some people like, you know, this guy's so good, you could make an argument that he's actually the number one player in this 2023 recruiting class. Yeah, a lot of people are crazy about Edwards. Um, I, You know, number one, that may be a little high, but – Still, it's a uh, it's a big time get. Justin, if Indiana brought in, I know that he, there's different recruiting services. Like the number four player in the country, what's what's the reaction from the Hoosier fan base? Um, unless he's actually from the state of Indiana, I don't. There's probably not a massive reaction, for being honest. I just couldn't disagree more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you know, know, like Indiana. Think about IU basketball got a top the, five player, especially from outside the state. You don't think people would be like absolutely going bonkers over Mike Woodson? Oh man, see you you put me in a tough spot here because I have to think like the average Hoosier fan's mindset, which I can only think of my mindset. Whereas if if they're from the state of Indiana and they're a top five guy, yeah, people are going crazy. You you all saw Romeo Langford, Damon Bailey back in the day. But a national guy, I, I would imagine there would be some excitement, but there wouldn't be the same level of excitement if it was an in-state guy, if that makes sense. I mean, I get it to a degree, but like, when was the last time you, had, you even had a top 10 guy? Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's why it's so hard for me to answer this question, because I, don't, I have no idea. I don't, I don't have experience with it. I don't, I don't know. 
That that shouldn't be. This question shouldn't be this hard for me to answer, but it is. Well, uh, it, it, he's got to he's got to include the caveat that they're from Indiana because those are the only top ten guys they have a shot at. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, because all the others are going to Kentucky or Duke. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're right, Roush. You, you may think you're dissing on us, but that's how it is. I was using this as an example for Scoots to be like, oh my gosh, it would be the biggest deal. Like the only recruits Indiana ever gets are from the state of Indiana for the big time ones to be able to just go out anywhere in the country and go grab a top five player. People would lose their minds over that. Instead, Scoots is like, yeah, I don't think, you know, (laughs) ho hum, us IU fans, we wouldn't even know what to do with ourselves if we got a top five player like that. I mean, mean, never mind. That's just so far out of the realm of possibility, seemingly, in my life that I I don't know how to answer that. I don't know how Indiana fans would react. I really don't. Yeah, mission mission failed on my comparison. It's okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, no big deal. That happens in the radio biz. I was, I was, I was using that as an example of like us UK fans. We need to, we need to be happy that we're in the position that we're in because it ain't like that for everybody else. And it is true. Like again, if look at what U of L fans are doing with DJ Wagner. They had to hire the dude's grandfather, just basically pay him. He's a What's what's his day to day job going to be in the University of Louisville? It's not an athletics job. It's not an athletics job. It's in the school. What's his day to day? He's just getting checks in hopes that his son comes to UVAL and he probably got like two speaking engagements and some golf tournaments. He gets to play in. He gets to call his old buddies as a yeah. director. How's it like going today? They're pulling all the stops, and UK just took a heavy Tennessee lean and just said, Rick Barnes, we don't think so. Who cares if you've been basically 50-50 with Calipari, which is inexcusable and should change. But you know what? We're going we're gonna to see to that and make sure you stop getting players like this, and we're just going to get them out of that ugly-ass orange, and yeah, we're good here. Yep, yep, we got them. It's amazing. It's fun. There's only a couple schools in the country that are doing this on a regular basis. I'm glad to be the haves and not one of the have nots. And um, they ain't done. They're not done. This could end up being one of the best classes and it could end up being the best class in the history of basketball recruiting. Yeah. And uh, he might not be the only one announcing this week. I'm not sure uh, when, like, I, I don't know if we have a date or not, but I know the Uganda Kingsley decision is right around the corner as well. So, cats could just be could be rolling in the commitments, five star commitments. Ah, feels so good. Feels so good. I think. Uh, and, and by the way, Justin Edwards, six foot seven, swing wing, could play the two if needed. From Philly, six foot seven, hundred eighty pounds. Uh, let's see. 24-7 has him at the number four player, or 24-7 has him at the number three player that composites the number four. I don't know what rivals and on three have him, but... Well, that's why you got to go to his on three page. They'll tell you yeah. all of them right there. Uh, all of them right there? Yeah, all on the same page. Wow, what a website. You know anybody yeah. who works for that website? Nope. I do, Actually, I do. We, ha- we have him ranked much lower on ours. We have him ranked 12th. Wow. The, the on three conspiracy to stop UK basketball recruiting momentum. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> they Unbelievable. Uh, I love that on three has him ranked 12th and he's not even a five star. <laughs> it's like, what? No, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, oh if, if anybody out there, if you see Kentucky Sports Radio refer to John, Justin Edwards as a five star, jail. Well, well, five star in the consensus ranking, though. 
Oh, no, you got to go with the on three. And I don't see where it says like rivals and all that stuff. You uh, you click on the the little box that says industry comparison. Or if you just I think if you just click on the recruiting box. Oh, uh, no, God. you got to do the industry comparison. One. All it's right. So, they change for like active players and past players. It's it's odd. how that works. I do. I do like this. And I like that on three is willing to acknowledge like, yes, there are other websites that exist. <laughs> we're, not, we're not just going to like act like they don't or hide them. Uh, we'll go ahead and even use their names for all for what it's worth and maybe even a little link or something like that but rivals has them at four 24 7 sports has them at three those are the two that know what they're doing on three at 12 and espn at 13 he's that, hey. that is a pretty like wide ranking i'm sure it probably happens more often but back when i back in my day when i was covering recruiting you wouldn't see a you wouldn't see discrepancies generally that wide but they're also weren't for recruiting services either. yeah but. yeah and, and also i'm sure these will be updated once peach jam's over with they uh you know that that's kind of the way it works i think they do like once a month they recruit or they update you know the 24 class the 23 class with football and with basketball and they kind of alternate week by week gotta gotta keep things uh going gotta keep that news cycle moving which speaking of I know we've got to get to the Thornton's text line, and we will, 502-414-1450. But some more breaking news this morning. <laughs> Firefighters in Louisville are reporting the scene at Taylor Boulevard's Deja Vu nightclub on fire as we speak. Did Trevor Kelsey leave a cigarette burning at the nightclub last night? It hasn't been that on fire since Scoot's Walmart girlfriend was performing. Come on. Man, the the we're, we're, what's the saying? They've got a hundred beautiful girls and one ugly one. Uh, no, that didn't. Know. Oh, yeah, is that what they have on the sign? Yeah, yeah. Were they the ones that were doing the funny like Rick Pitino U of L signs back in the like two thousand? Uh, that was a uh, thoroughbred lounge. Okay, uh, right down the street. So yeah, that that was a, a good time. Well, well, T's and P's. I hope everybody's safe. Yeah, uh, that, it, it it looks like it happened. I mean, if they were there like six a.m., it appears that it happened after closing time. So, might have had a dis- disgruntled worker who's who's tired of tired of living that life, just just going down in flames, if you will. Yeah. Well, I hope every I hope everybody's safe. Thanks to our fra- brave fire men and fire women that are on the scene, making sure it doesn't get out of control. You imagine living like you know before. 1950 where like you know a fire could just take out your whole town (laughs) and and the thing is is that never it was hard for me to grasp that concept until i watched gangs of new york and they have the little buggies pull up to the fire and they're all arguing over who's going to put out the fire (laughs) is like political stuff or like who's been paid off to put out the fires but either way just the having the pumps that are able to do it and how much more easily it was for a building to catch on fire because it was just like, there's just hay everywhere. Like the straw. Exactly. Yeah. They say that Chicago was a bigger and nicer city before it burned down. If you can believe that. And some little cow was just the culprit was just like, yeah, don't mind me. See you later. Gas lantern. And then everything just goes, goes wild or or kerosene lantern. I guess it probably would have been. Probably, um, yeah. yeah, whatever but, it was. Crazy. Anyways, uh, yeah, well, keep us updated on what happens at uh, what. If it's still over. standing or not. I'll, I'll drive by and do some breaking news. Uh, okay. Some 
later on. This is Nick Roush reporting outside the scene. Uh, <laughs> we, we look forward to that. Okay, what other – yeah, that's a good point. I kind of forgot about Uganda Kingsley. That should be announced here pretty soon because I think the plan is for him to be heading down to the Bahamas. Which would be killer. Such a fun, like, life moment. Like, a, what a fun life sequence for him. Like, oh, I'm going on my college official visits – and I, I do wonder, like, the scene at the Oklahoma visit, just because I'm sure they are they probably know that he's going to end up a UK. So I just kind of, like, is it a How did the visit go, you know? Yeah, that's what I want to know, too. Like, are like, they, like the Louisville fans, they're going to be doing the same thing with DJ Wagner, you know? No, that one will that one will have more pressure and 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 pop and circumstance to it. And like you got a Kingsley is a big time player. He'd be a big time player for Oklahoma, but I don't. They they know that he's probably going to be wearing a UK jersey in like four days at practice. So I just yeah, <laughs> I, I do wonder how that goes. Um, wonder when we'll get an announcement with that. That'll be exciting too. And I'm sure UK will hype up showing him in practice, Duncan doing crazy athletic things. That'll be that'll be fun to see. I don't know if I can ever remember a year, Roush, where football and basketball expectations, anticipation has yeah. been higher across both sports. Man. So exciting. So exciting. Good time. And uh, we got one more week in hot, sticky, muggy July, and then August is football month. Me, yeah. like my fantasy leagues and stuff, we're already we got our we got our drafts planned, Roush. That's always a fun time of the year. Uh, August is is going to be a great time. Good for you. That's incredible. You gotta you gotta plan them in advance. If you don't, there's just no chance you're going to be able to get a get something that works for eleven other people. The uh, sure. the the part that I don't want to say. Yeah, it, it disappoints me. The league that I'm in is uh, we're all spread out over the country, so we don't get the benefit of having the um, like the the keg type deal party that you have, Mister Sports Talker. But do you don't have anybody in town? Like, there's not like six people in Louisville or anything like that that can't just get together and do like, hey, we'll have our laptops and we'll draft online, and then the folks elsewhere draft where they are. We we used to do it in Lexington, but I I guess there are probably five of them, and I could go to Lexington, but it is it's much more spread out than it used to be. I mean, time zone, yeah, it's a it's a it's a mess. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get those planned. But the exciting thing is once you do or once you start talking about them, you you know you're close and you're getting there. But we're uh, – and then you just look for our league. We'll just try to, like, find an excuse to get the fellas together. So, like, we're, we got a night to do the draft order. We got the night to do the draft. And we're going to incorporate some of those with the U.K. Bahamas games, which is going to be a good time. And uh, – yeah, we're getting there, folks. We're getting there. We're going to get to the Thornton's text line, and we're going to do that right now. 502-414-1450. The first text after this weekend says, Everyone, no matter their beliefs, race, religion, politics, is appreciative when Roush covers up his big noggin with any kind of hat. <laughs> I really didn't know where that was going to land. <laughs> Uh, got to. Uh, I also have delayed my buzz cut for like normally I would do it on you know the Friday before a weekend, but I've just there was a lot of passing out before ten o'clock this weekend to catch up on sleep, and so now it's the chia pet on top, horseshoe on the side. So it's uh, it's going to be a hat week for me. Ooh, I like the uh, I like the old horseshoe look. I think someday I may rock that when the time comes. Mm. 
And then you have a hat. Nobody really knows what's going on under there. Nope. It's, like, it's, a, it's a big reveal when you take your hat off if you've got a horseshoe. And I, I think it'd be fun for the laughs. Can I just say this next texter is probably my least favorite person on earth? Yeah, it, 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 it ticked me off and I responded to him. And then their next, the one right under it is their reply to that. So you can go ahead. Kern's burgers are mediocre at best. Go to grind and change your life. And then I don't know what you said back, but they said, I'll take that as a compliment. This person's a hippie who's too good for everybody else. They can't go to a place that only pays in cash because they don't want to get their fingers dirty. What a loser. What a dork. Grind Burger is, is fine, but it is so overrated. It's so foo-foo. It's so stuffy. I, the, the hipsters just drive me crazy with stupid takes like this. <laughs> it is it it really is it's it's like jacob telling me that uh any uh y- like you got to go live country club life or whatever his stupid golf course take was too oh it's go farm if it's a public course oh just oh, really eats me to my core i i've never been to grind i'm i love trying new burgers just as long as it's not at a fast food restaurant so i'd be i'd love to try a grind burger and give it the old give it the old try but I question your taste buds if you say that Kern's burgers are mediocre. Sorry, I just it, it, if, you're, if you're starting your premise with that, it makes me not. It makes me think that that grind probably doesn't have good burgers if you don't like a good Kern's burger, and that's what worries me. But I'm willing to give them a chance. And I, I, I Roush has heard good things, but I'm, I'm willing to to try it out. Well, and, I, and I've been to Grind Burger, and it's fine. But like, it's one of those places that in calls. They, they, they call things aioli instead of mayonnaise just to sound fancier. And it's like, stop trying to make burgers more than what they are. They're freaking burgers. It, ugh, stuff. Ugh. I'm, yeah. I, I had to censor. I, I almost cursed a couple of times there. So you're welcome, FCC. I had my finger ready on a button. <laughs> you know, I could uh, sense it coming. Kind of hipster places. I... I, we went to I'll give him a I'll give him a free shout out. Went to Chicken and Me, which is kind of like have you ever been there, Roush? I actually haven't heard of it, no. Um gosh, I forget what street it's on. I can think of the well, anywho. Uh it good, really good. Big fan. Is it like uh, Butcher Town or Yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of Butcher Town. Right there. Oh gosh. Well, now I'm just gonna have to look up because I forget there. I forget what that old building was. It was like a restaurant and it looked really cool on the outside, but I guess it didn't really do too well. It's on Melwood. Gotcha. Right there at Melwood and I think Story. Oh, okay, okay. I I know that neck of the woods. There's a there's an establishment over there, a bar that's one of my favorite. I, I I never go in that area, but when I am, I love going to that bar, the uh, Wild Horse. Uh, oh, I you're gonna say Melwood Tavern. No, the the Wild Horse is like you can smell the dead hogs from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's and it's it's all 70s themed. They even have a TV that looks like it's on an antenna, like that you can click that always has TVG on, and it's just like, oh man, this this feels like. Um, the place that Billy Reed would talk about with our cold, dead eyes in the South End staring into our drinks. Like, it's got, it's very much got that sort of motif going on there. I'll eat crow if I'm wrong, but is Grindberger a place that you can go in and have TVG on? Because you know if you go into a play, if you go into a Louisville hole-in-the-wall bar and they've got TVG on, that the food there is going to be good. Probably yeah. going to be greasy, but it's going to be good. At Grind Bar is the kind of place that refuses to have TVs. It's like going to a bar. Like, or I like a slam Grind Bar. I'm sure Grind Bar is nice. I just don't know if they'd have TVG on. Nope. No way. Not a chance in France. 
Let's take our last commercial break. If 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 Grind was going to advertise with us, probably not. Probably not anymore. But I'm I've got nothing against Grind. I bet it's great. I'd love to try their burger. I just don't think it's a place probably that's got TVG on the TVs when you walk in. Nope. I think that's a rule of like new Nulu. You're not allowed to. Um, <laughs> we'll be back. One final segment. Kentucky roll call coming up when oh, we return here. Oh, we're yeah, started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started, started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now Ask me about Kentucky Roll Call. Come out, Virginia, don't let me wait. You Catholic girls start much too late. All the sooner or later, it comes down to Welcome back to the final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Got a lot of compliments of my Shady Ray sunglasses on the golf course yesterday. I had the ones that were like the reflective, kind of cool, like purple and yellow color on the outside. So... I, I when I'm wearing them, I just see like a polarized HD vision of my normal eyesight. And that's what you'll get with almost all the Shady Rays. Polarized, beautiful, protects you from the sun, all the great stuff. But when people are looking at me, they see they see a cool, really cool mustache first and foremost. But secondly, they'll see the little like purple lens and the it's got some yellow too, depending on how like the sun hits it. Really awesome stuff. Shady Rays has sunglasses for every occasion. Go to their website, shadyrays.com, and go ahead and go crazy. You can get several different pairs and for the price that you would pay for one of those expensive name brand sunglasses. And then you know when you get these sunglasses, if something happens to them, you lose them, you break them, or you just want another pair of them. Shady Rays will do a replacement pair. They're gonna you play you pay a small little processing fee, and then you're gonna get the same order you just had sent right to your door, just like you did the first time. And remember, when you do it the first time, promo code Big X for twenty five percent off. It's ShadyRays.com promo code Big X, and each pair goes to helping fight hunger in America, which is a, a worthy cause for sure. So whether it's for a birthday, uh, anniversary, whatever it may be. If you're a groomsman and you're having a wedding, and what, or if you're a bride, if you're a bride, if you're a groom and you're having a wedding, groomsmen, get them a pair of shady rays. Boom, you, that's Boom. a good way to take care of them. Uh, plenty of reasons, especially for a summer wedding. If you're going to be outdoors, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Everybody could put the same pair. You could get a fun pair. It's always a good time. Nothing better a picture day as a kid than when it was time for the goofy picture. Man, everybody make a funny face. A texter, 502-414-1450, says, Justin was a great baseball player, too. Watched him win the Little League District for New Albany with my son, Ryan, and many great New Albany Little League players. Is that you, Justin, that he's talking about? No, but I don't know what it could be. Maybe, so he sent it in at 11 o'clock on Friday. Maybe he meant something for Denison. Because hmm. I never played Little League in New Albany. I was a great baseball player in Little League, but I, oh, I never hmm. never played for New Albany Little League. So I, th- I thought you were a great baseball player. That's why I thought maybe it was about yeah. you. No, Little League, I was I was dominant. But 
I saw uh, Striebel's kid won state uh, for New Albany Little League. So going to cool. Little League World Series? No, it's um a they're younger, so it'd be the division like the, the age group below the one that goes to that. But you you got to do the regional thing next. So I don't. I, I guess that would be the Great Lakes. I, I don't know where they're going to play that this year, but I'm assuming that's the next step. Um, but exciting, nevertheless. It's just cool to win a state title, and especially in like a little league and not a travel ball or tournament where they're all wearing like the crazy uniforms and stuff. I, I appreciated following Strebel along on Instagram, and New Albany Little League still wears basically the same thing they wore when we played against them 20 years ago. Just the, the classic NA with the pinstripes. Just a, It's just a good look. When it comes to eight and nine year old baseball leagues, Roush is a traditionalist and always has been. I just hate any travel ball uniforms that are just like there's a certain degree of like over the topness that I'm okay with, but there's a with like some of the basketball ones, it's just uh, oh man, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. Who cares? I me, me, old school dad. It's just it's me being a dad and just being like. These kids in their stupid uniforms. I'm an old man. <laughs> a texter on the Thornton's text line. Off my lawn. Okay, Justin, what Spanish words are you using for shift then, smart guy? I'm not really sure what the word would be, but I know cambio is change. So I, maybe that is the word for shifts. I don't know. I'm not, what I'm not would it use for like a, a, a stick shift, like in a car? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Whatever that word is, that's probably what you'd want to go with. I'll, I'll try to find that out today, what the actual word is. There are a lot. Uh, English has many more words than Spanish. Whereas like, like you, can use, you can use Spanish words in a lot of different ways. So that's where I know, I know cambios is, uh, cambios is, I, sh- I should say, is changes. But, you, you know, it probably has some versatility. Yeah, and, and I could I could be a real jerk with egg on my face, but I called him out on Friday, and that could actually be the word. Who knows? A texter says, uh, a reporter asked, you going to commit anytime soon? And Uganda Kingsley says, very near future, just knock today. I'll show myself out regarding the Drake knock to thing. Uh, we've had better texts into the Thornton's text line, but we love them all the same. Podcast listener and Kentucky fan, listening to Trevor talk about Burger Week, one time I agreed with Trevor on a food opinion and immediately realized I had to have been wrong. <laughs> Yeah, Trevor didn't understand the concept of Burger Week. He just thought like any place that had a burger was it was a seven dollar burger instead of one specific type of burger. You know, get you in the door to try them. He just was like, "Oh, Burger Week! I, I've been, I've been wanting to get a burger from Outback." And it's like that's not really the heart of Burger Week necessarily. Burger Week's try a local burger. Exactly. And then he was like, "Well, what about Red Robin?" <laughs> He's having a tough time with it. Yeah. I will give a, a plug to uh, my friends at BA Colonial because they have a killer burger, 365. Uh, I, we were going to go Saturday, but they had a big concert at the amphitheater, and it was just like, I don't know if uh, Duke would handle well with the, the concert pre-gamers. Just a little little, little bit much. Was that the bluegrass guy? Uh, Billy Strings, yeah. yeah. People he, act like he is like uh, the Beethoven of bluegrass music. Yeah, and he does a little bit of – like uh, they call it new grass where it's not, you know, just that same kind of standard bluegrass you're kind of, you're used to. He incorporates a little bit different instruments, but I did see a, a couple of videos of him just like going crazy 
And I don't I just don't know how he can move his fingers that fast and that coordinated. It's it's impressive. Hmm. But was it a good show? Uh that many people are saying. Many people are saying. Robert, I have some Nocta socks, and they're actually very comfortable. The gear shoes are hard to get, as you could imagine. Robert, and I didn't realize you were you were hip with the socks. One thing I just I'm never the NBA has made fashion more of a a, a a thing. And my buddy was who's who's into this sort of stuff. He was telling me, I think it was uh I don't I think it might have been knocked it. I, I don't know. Some designer made golf gear and uh, of course it all sold out within minutes. And like the clubs, it was like three grand for this custom fashion golf club and bag set. People just go nuts over it. I don't, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. Folks, I guess, just have money, or they don't, and they spend it poorly. U of L fans believe DJ Wagner is still coming to Louisville with the same conviction that John Calipari believed Shade and Sharp was coming back to UK this spring. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a layered text. I think if you actually start to kind of peel it back a little bit, like. John Calipari was obnoxiously leaving that door open, but did he really think that? Like deep down in his plums, did he really think that? And it makes you ask, like, do the Louisville fans really think it, or are they just like having to convince themselves it? Because I do think we may, and maybe he ends up going to UL. Maybe he goes to the visit and he figures out that's what he wants to do. I, I don't know who, who's to say, but I do think if he ends up picking UK. I think at some point Louisville fans are going to misremember their stance on this recruitment. Oh, yeah, well, of course he was going to go to UK. You know, we tried late. We tried to hire his grandfather, but it was it was a desperation effort. We knew that it was a long shot. Because there's a portion of them that are just, like, covering their ears, no positive UK news. He's going to L, and I'm not hearing anything else. So yes. we'll see. We'll see if they keep that same energy. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Um, I, I I will say though, you um, you one thing we did gloss over from this weekend is GG Jackson made it official his his flip and reclass to South Carolina. So that 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 adds a fun little wrinkle into the SEC. Is it going to make South Carolina good? Probably not. But I'm assuming TJ that we're going to have the schedule hasn't come out yet. But whenever Kentucky plays South Carolina, it'll be like that Anthony Edwards year at Georgia where they make it the 9 o'clock game and then they make SportsCenter all about G.G. Jackson and how great he's going to be. And then Kentucky just runs him off the court and they still have to talk about how great G.G. Jackson is on the SportsCenter afterwards. So go ahead and put a, put a pin in that one for uh, late January. Yeah, I think they just come to Lexington this year, so I don't think UK will be playing a return. Uh, will be playing in Columbia, which is good because that just is like a, a unnecessarily tricky place for Calipari. But maybe that was just under the Frank in the Frank Martin regime. Although I guess he lost one to Devin Downey before Martin. Anyways, uh, I ha- imagine GG Jackson going up for rebounds against Oscar Shibway is hilarious. So uh, yeah, I walk yeah. to him. If it makes that South Carolina game like more appealing for the average UK fan, then I think that's a good thing. But they're not going to do anything. He, he, it's not going to be a good season for South Carolina, I don't think. Does South Carolina play North Carolina this year? 
North Carolina. I'm not sure. I don't think that's an annual thing that happens, right. but they do occasionally play. I don't think so. Oh, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe we almost we almost went a whole show. They Friday news dumped it on us, but the notice of allegations dropped at Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that was so long ago now at this point. Yeah, 18 level one violations. That, But Pennsylvania, you dorks. They were so impressed with Tennessee's cooperation. They were they were a mo- they were a model participant. They they're going to use what Tennessee did as an example for how other schools should cooperate with the NCAA. Suck it, NCAA. Yeah, you, they did that so they could fire their coach with cause. This is the only yeah. reason why they cooperated. They, yeah, that's the only reason. And they're still fighting him in court. Um, I hadn't got an update. Pruitt said he was going to sue to get his twelve million. But they're they're still they still haven't reached a settlement in that regard, so that's still up in there. Uh, it was very funny to read all of the details in there. Uh, I think it's noteworthy that former UK Mark Stoops assistant Derek Ainsley was one of the three assistants that was mentioned. A lot of it was we're paying for stuff on visits that we sh- we shouldn't be paying for, um, like two hundred fifty dollars at McDonald's. There was like three hundred dollars to ripley's aquarium in gatlinburg they paid from gatlinburg for an afternoon which was funny but the the most hilarious of them all was that uh jeremy pruitt's wife paid car payments for a recruit and rent for the parent the player's mother and the two met when he was an assistant at florida state and she was a compliance officer she previously her job was to make sure that you weren't cheating and now she's helping cheating so I guess if anybody's going to be good at it, it's somebody who knows the rules. But, oh, man, those were just – it was a long laundry list of hilarious violations. And, uh, oh, man, I just – I, I can't, can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of the uh, the, the, the the Vols cheating. Like, it's, it's such a big surprise, right? Uh, when Luckett he, – he tweeted out that video again of Phil Fulmer saying they're going to take a bite out of everybody's ass. Gosh, just so funny. Tennessee – uh, you you idiots! Now they're Mister. We're gonna do everything we can to nil. I, ju- I just hope it bites them in the ass so hard. Well, let's let's spend more time tomorrow just making fun of Tennessee because we should uh, give that the proper time it deserves. Probably mm-hmm. about an hour and thirty minutes of just laughing yeah. at them. I think would probably be a fair running time. Uh, and I hope that it I hope they get in big time trouble and they have yeah. full bands and scholarship reductions and the, the program suffers greatly. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen, but it'd be really, really cool if it did. And, and we also got to sp- add in time with Kansas too, because they pulled Bill Self off the recruiting trail as a self-imposed thing. So there, there's going to be a lot more to come from that as well. A Bill Self-imposed thing. I thought we were talking about his toupee. TJ, I too really like this challenge, but you can tell CBS is running it instead of MTV. The one part this season is missing is the hostility with drinking and drama. But it is still early. Just don't think CBS will film them drinking since it's a family-oriented channel. I, I I think that you're I think you're mistaken. I think they put it at nine thirty so they can be a little bit more risque. But there are some like the the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Love Island. Some of those yeah. shows are on CBS. It gets incredibly inappropriate. So I initially thought that texture. I, I think this may be a Plumley bro, but I, I don't think it anymore. I think they're going to show that stuff. I think where CBS is wasting time is they, they think people care about that stupid little machine that breaks up the teams. Just don't yeah. show 10 minutes of that. Quit. Well, it's also early, too. So, like, 
the drama between people isn't as clear and evident. They've shown them drinking. They've been like toasting and stuff like that, but they haven't gotten to the the sloshiness yet. Just let's. I, it'll come. I would imagine. TJ and Roush, did you guys play golf a lot in Lex when you were students? Played at University of Kentucky Wildcat Club today, and it was pretty nice for a public course. Shout out 104, but my driver is on absolute fire as of late. Chipping and putting, not so much. I would probably play on average like once every three weeks or once every month with the way it probably break down. Um, but I wish I probably played more. Uh, there's some nice courses out there, and you didn't get a better deal than at the University Club. That yeah. was awesome. The uh, I had a roommate that worked there, so we got to we got to play cheap rates quite a bit, get some cheap beers. Um, I've actually got a scar on my face from playing there one time. Some dude tried to do the putter scoop thing, hit me right in the eye. Uh, Ooh, ouch! Yeah, not great. The big blue course though, they've got two courses there. That one got a lot of water, so much more difficult than the Wildcat course. Also, is it more looking like this golf scramble will be in the fall now? I, I don't know. Haven't heard. Um, I think later August is the, the last that I'd heard, but we were hoping to have a date by now. So we'll keep you updated when we hear. Intern Jacob, will you miss KRC once his internship is up? It's technically actually kind of up. up. He's just hanging out now, but we're but we're happy to have him, and he's still learning stuff. So like his time with the time span has come and gone, but he's still hanging out. Maybe he will never come back after his vacation. Who knows? But he's out on vacation right now, living it up having Mike's Hard Lemonades left and right. When Joe starts talking about hip-hop... Uh, I guess a Malibu's Most Wanted gif? It was a Malibu, yeah, but who's who's Joe? I guess Biden? I don't know. Is Joe Biden talking about hip-hop right now? Maybe it means Jacob? Yeah, I don't know. If Big X wins the lottery, oh, this is from Trevor, I think. If Big X wins, if Big X wins the lottery, it's clear the local high school scene will be a three-headed beast between Wagner, Saint X, and DeSales. <laughs> yeah, Wagner, good one, Trevor. Don't forget about Eastern Pekin. <laughs> Salsarina's catering is so good that I used it, and people still came to my house for our fantasy football draft. Not just once, but back-to-back years. That must be from Trevor. Uh, Salsaritas, it is deliciously different. It is very easy to get their catering. And if you download the app, you will get lots of points. Remember, this is the last week of Queso Month. So go to either one of their two locations, Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthews or Shelby Road in Middletown, and you're going to get so many rewards on that app. So go get some Queso today and thank KRC Crew later. Oh, we love Salsaritas. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Trevor says, Roush with the pool, TJ with jet ski, Scoots has box rings. Did we win the lottery ticket and no one told me? (laughs) I I will say this, Scoots, and I love Trevor and he knows that. You don't need to take living conditions crap from him. Uh, He should be the last person making the box rings jokes. Yeah, no, that's true. However, I have always been one to take the high road. I'm not going to stoop down to someone else's level. I'm going to take the high road. If that's you were to down to his level, what would what would it look like? Whew, a lot of animals. Would anything about the asbestos kitchen? Per, I've, you know what? I've lo- low key never been in Trevor's house. Yeah. I've been to his house, never been in, so I don't we're really good. know what to expect. The outside don't have great. asbestos. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, as an appraiser, have seen it all, and I've been in, I've had to put on, like, little uh, shower caps to not have bed bugs and stuff. Like, I've, you, you've, you see it all as an appraiser. Trevor's bedroom would scare me. 
<laughs> Daily reminder to watch Terminal List and get a spicy chicken sandwich from Burger Girl. Mm, never seen Terminal List, so. I don't want to sweat when I work might be one of the most infuriating things I've ever heard to start my work week. Yeah, it's because you really pissed off the working man. I mean, I, <laughs> there's no way around that's, it. You, that's not my All the blue collar workers hate Justin Dingus. You're no, number I mean, I've, I've had my day. I've had my days where I've had to work outside and worked in factories and all that. Yeah, it sucks. That's why I work indoors now because I don't want to sweat when I work. I'm not I'm not trying to offend anybody or piss anybody off. I'm just saying personally, for me, I don't want to sweat. Today, this last two hours has been absolutely freaking miserable, and I'm so grouchy and ready to get out of here. So let's finish the text live. Come on. Let's drag this out as long as we can. <laughs> uh Texter says, Blake here, no new helmets for our Packers, TJ, unfortunately. And they had a tweet that said that Green Bay's got a jersey thing contract going until 2025. Boo. Boo. And the picture that they have in that tweet is just like that's Green Bay's special jerseys, which is just they took the G off the helmets. It was just the yellow and the line and the stripe. <laughs> yeah. Kirby, um, I see why Stranger Things has tried to hide Will in so many seasons. Brutal actor and storyline is feeling way too forced. Which character is worse, Carl from Walking Dead or Will? Oh, Carl, 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 for sure. Carl was the worst TV character of all time. I think TJ was thinking of the plot of Drumline, not Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, our one of our our buddies texted that in, and happy it's not that so dissimilar. <laughs> it, it really wasn't. Happy birthday to our buddy! And secondly, he was the texter that texted in and was like, the dad was doing the bucket list thing with all his kids. And I don't think this was a bucket list item, but they played for they went out and played yesterday for my buddy's birthday. And his brother got a hole in one on his birthday round of golf. He really sticking wow. it to him. But hey, at least cool. he got a free drink. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt about it. A texter says Brown only has two years and already implied he's not resigning. Justin. Oh, so there you go. Scoot. Yeah, that's another thing with all that is I have no idea the contract situations or what KD's contract would be in Boston and stuff like that. That would certainly play a role. Like if you only got KD on a one-year deal and then he may end up leaving, then it probably wouldn't be worth it. But as that texture says, I also don't know Brown and Smart contract. So we were just kind of sh- we we are not your NBA sources. I don't right. think anybody would would think that, but we certainly don't pretend to be. That's what I was going to say as well. I don't I don't know anything that's going on with these guys. So don't take everything you hear with a grain of salt. If it comes to burgers in town, absolutely. Uh, just not fast food burgers. Comes to Walmart women, I'm your guy. This texter, I haven't seen last night's episode of Big Brother. The wife was out on the town last night, so I didn't Ooh. get to uh, to watch. But Jasmine on Big Brother, does her accent annoy the hell out of you? Wife and I thought it was funny at first, but the way she goes in and out of it all the time is really annoying. Either you have an accent or you don't. Oh, the wife and I have talked about that. That's no spoiler. Yes, it's uh, it very clearly seems fake. KD yeah. is an unknown. Did the dingus absorb every bit of the intern stupidity before you left? Wow. <laughs> I backed off the unknown day. Game five. Game five, the game before game six. Hell of analysis, Roush. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Well, I meant before the clinching. Game. <laughs> that, that was the one that swung it to a, to where the Warriors they had the obvious upper hand. 
Oh, man. John here, good morning to all. I would not give much up for KD. I agree with Justin on this. His lower <laughs> legs are not trustworthy, and he's pretty Hey, I'm going to give golf another shot. I tried a while back, and I was horrible. A friend of mine is pretty good and said he'd go with me and teach me. I was wondering, could you guys give me some verbal instructions that may help as well? Thanks, y'all. Got to go Ooh. talk to you later. When in doubt, just swing harder. No, that's not true. Do a nice smooth swing, John. Keep your head down. Just try to keep, you know, try to keep everything, your formation set. I will say this to beginning golfers. I swear, I think you're just a few lessons away from being like to getting to average golf level where you can go out and play and not take forever. I think so many people are so intimidated to get into golf, but do it, take a few lessons, and then you really won't be too far away. Now, the yeah. thing is you need to keep playing. So if you don't have fun playing, then don't don't even consider it. But if you enjoy outside, you want to get into it, it's really not that hard. So good for you, John. Have fun, buddy. John, John I would tell you... Okay. Go ahead. No, we got some time. Uh, go John, ahead. I was just going to say, tempo and chip like you putt. That's all I got. Hmm. Oh, man, that's confusing. Uh, <laughs> what is that? We don't have time for it, but what, like for an average, for somebody that doesn't golf, they wouldn't have any idea. Chip like you putt, what does that mean? Everybody knows how to putt. They've all played putt, but everybody knows how to hit a golf ball off the putter face. Do the exact same thing with your chipper if you want to be a successful around the green. I, I get that. It's There's don't like that. break your wrists or swing too hard. Just, yeah, nice and smooth. Bring I see what Back you're and forth like you do a putter. All right, good advice from Scoots. Thoughts on A.J. Dillon almost getting arrested at the Man City game at Lambeau. Uh, it was wild. That cop really should, like, you know, his, his they should look into that cop because he was – Getting really rough with A.J. Dillon, which is just a dumb thing to do. A.J. Dillon could have snapped him between his legs if he wanted to. Um, they didn't know A.J. Dillon was like a like a, a player, and he was trying to do a Lambo leap at the game into the fan of soccer fans, and the cop tried to like get physical with him, which was just dumb. Well, anyway, kick Scooter off the show, says one texter. Man, don't mm. tease me about getting to sleep in. <laughs> or not sweat it out. True. Forget the foo-foo food. If you want the best burgers, then drive out to Shelbyville and go visit – Chris's grocery on Saturday for the best burgers ever. And mm. that is unique and specific. Oh. And I don't generally find myself out there in that part of town, but I like a good burger. I also like getting the recommendation of eating at a grocery store. That's when you know the deli is in Fuego. That's true. I hope you fellows had a great weekend. I just got back from Asheville, had a good time drinking beers, playing golf. Ooh, nice mountain golf. That's fun. Played bogey golf throughout the entire round. I'm pretty juiced about that. Question for the dads here. How long are you willing to drive with your baby? Currently, my limit has been 11 hours. Any longer, and it's gotten dicey, but I'm interested in your all's hourly limit. Mook. I've only done one, one yeah. over like six hours, and that was an 11-hour And it was okay. And it was fine. I don't know. It, well, I, 11 it, is it pretty impressive, Mook. It probably differs, you know, time. if you've got like a two-year-old versus a six-month-old, you know. It, at each stage, I'm sure, is pretty different for a kid. Yeah. We, like a, we're, we, we've done a few like eight hours, and they, they haven't been too bad for the two-year-old. Uh, one texter says, can I get a suck it, IU, just to remind them that they are a poverty program and not a blue blood anymore. Wow. Poverty program. Hmm. When are they going to play Kentucky? Uh, just a reminder, the Champions Classic, which has been extended, which I'm not crazy about, could have been IU in there. Could have been IU. They wanted it to be IU. They agreed to it. But that would be playing UK on a neutral floor every three years, and we can't do that. Nothing like Louisville fans on Twitter telling people Kentucky has a weak schedule. It's bad enough that they act like the SEC isn't tough, but then the irony of them being the reason our non-con is less than stellar. Yeah, it's great. 
It's great. <sighs> is Louisville going to blow a gasket when Tennessee gets off easy for cooperating and Louisville got a title taken away from the same thing? <laughs> They're not going to be happy. No, not going to be happy at all. Can I get a come on from Scooch for my birthday today? Come on. Happy birthday. You three should change the name of the show to the Tone of Voice Wars. I don't understand what they're trying to. I'm not picking up what they're putting down. All right, Justin Edwards is going to commit to UK today. It's going to be a, a real nice time. And anything else that we need to hit on? Uh, no, let's just, uh, Justin Edwards, bring it on home, baby. You're going to go, 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 go to Dainty Fest, Roush? I'm not. Uh, I, I, we're doing a lot of uh, child care juggling uh, until my parents get back in town tomorrow afternoon. So I'll be uh, I'll be back on the blog around that time. I was thinking about it, but um, that's not during the day. It's at night. You wouldn't be old enough to play anyways, young man. <laughs> is that is it an old man's game? I think you got to be 45 to play. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 need not apply. All right, everybody have a great Monday. Thanks for all the texts on the show. We really need to get to them sooner so we can spend more time. We'll do that tomorrow. That's a promise from your friends at Kentucky Roll Call. Enjoy your Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. And who's your scooter? Justin Kalen Dick.